Hello. I just wanted to talk about um, a topic that's very dear to my heart, um, and it's uh, <laughs> I'm someone who's really fascinated by the um, spiritual world or um, just the the um, growth of consciousness consciousness that or the different levels of consciousness that um that many of us are reaching um, these days and and i know i've talked about it in a few episodes um <clears throat> at the beginning of my podcast but um this one in particular is very dear to my heart and it is the the um opening of the third eye um my understanding of it at the beginning was kind of um i don't know i didn't have a lot of understanding of it until i had some um experiences in the last i would say maybe eight months, six months, something like that. Um, as I said <clears throat> at the beginning of when I first started the podcast, I had uh, my awakening, um, my spiritual awakening, I think it was when I was 27. And up until, when I would say about four years, five years leading up to it, <clears throat> I would often have strange experiences um and then once i had my awakening and it was that was a process in itself and um so many so many things have happened ever since then but then now it's it's kind of moved on to uh another level and <clears throat> and i just wanted to kind of cover my side of of my experience, personal experiences on the symptoms um i've experienced and 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 how i know that it's um not fully opened but it's opening up <clears throat> and uh you know the lists are in no particular order really but i just kind of um I'm just writing from memory um, and the first one is <clears throat> the first I think time was there was a time there was a day that I was really tired and I was um, I guess I was in bed I, I was not exactly sleeping and I wasn't exactly I was just in that sort of drowsy state where you know um, where you are, it would be just before you fall asleep, but I was conscious enough, and my eyes were open, um, <clears throat> where I heard this very, very loud, um, what sounded like the broke, the, the breaking of bones, just a loud, loud, crack sound as if a bone has been shattered or, or something like that 
and um, <clears throat> I remember just going what just like it was so loud that one of my ear <laughs> was ringing for a good five minutes um, no I didn't know what it was so I got up and I turned the light on and I looked around and there was no there was nothing um, so I thought it was outside of me um, at that time <clears throat> so I went back into bed and that's very strange and you know turned the lights back off again and um, and and then a few I would say a few weeks later um, I had the same experience um, but it, it's always it's very strange because it always happens just before I sleep and while I'm in that drowsy state <clears throat> and it was just just as loud although I think the the the, the cracking sound or the breaking sound was a little bit different more of a shattered glass or something to I don't even know what it means but I just knew it was the breaking of something <laughs> and uh, but this time around I knew it was happening in my head and I I, I, I felt the sound um, not felt it I, I, I felt as though I, I heard the sound from the center of my head you know literally if you split my head open it would be somewhere in the center that the sound was coming from and then it was ring ring through my ear <clears throat> and and you know after five minutes it would clear off but there would still be this ringing to my ears you know um almost like a deafening um sound i mean i don't know what decibels um you know if if we were to measure it what what it would go up to but um so that was my second time but the the thing about me is i often observe myself so i knew it wasn't happening in the room i knew it wasn't happening in the house and or any of that but it was happening in my skull it wasn't in you know the rest of my body it was in my skull um and so that was my the second time observation that i've made um but then at the same time i was like did i break something but then i'm not in pain and <laughs> so um um so that was my observation the second time round um during the day um not obviously following the day after that but any day um in the last sort of 6 to 8 months um i would often experience um light sensitivity you know where i would come in in a room and i often turn lights down turn the tv down i find things so my my light sensitivity has just become so overblown um 
and I didn't know what was causing it um but i i I saw that I'm getting I've even started purchasing smaller lamps around the house, whether it's my bedroom or the sitting room or whatever <clears throat> where I don't have to turn on the the main light of the room because it's so bright or I find it bright um and um buying heavy curtains uh just so I don't you know <laughs> the you know the there's no light coming through in the early hours of the morning and things like that so the light sensitivity is something that I've noticed um the sound sensitivity is another one I'm forever turning things down whether it's the TV or the iPad or the computer or you know um even the one the children are playing I'm always telling them be quiet go in your room and so <clears throat> sound has become um irritates me you know even when someone phones me and they're often shouting I have to tell them why are you shouting and you know um <laughs> or keep your you know voice down or so I'm forever having arguments with friends and family and colleagues and um with the in terms of the sound um another uh, because I observe myself, I'm a very love of lover of um, everything beautiful. <laughs> I'm so I love my perfumes in particular, and <clears throat> I like the fine fine side of life. You know, I obviously I am a woman, so I love jewelry. I love perfumes. I love textures and colors and and all of that, but. Um, in the last, um, like I said, eight to six months, my perfume collection has been irritating me. I mean, I've given a lot of it away to friends and family. The perfumes that I used to love and adore and I will always wear them, I can't anymore because I, I don't, um, I don't find the scent pleasant. If anything, it irritates me. Um, so, um, <laughs> I, I find not only is it irritating me, but I find that, um, my taste in the sense of the perfume that I would go for normally, like floral, w- has changed completely. So now I'm, I'm forever searching for a light perfume, something that is not too overpowering otherwise it gives me a headache and so that the taste of the perfume or the scent that I had the taste that I had uh, in terms of the perfume has changed the um, um, and also it just some of them that I would wear um, seemed to me now uh, too much to the point that I get a headache, I feel kind of um, sick or, you know, or I have to lie down or, you know, it's, it's just, it's become too much. So I am trying to decrease <laughs> the collection that I used to have. So um, oh, the other thing that I've experienced frequently, and I've always had it since 
the age of I would say 10 11 is um, headaches frequent regular headaches um, I've even had a headache earlier on this evening um, so headaches have always been something that was you know part of me and I would have them regularly but I've often noticed um, it's when I if I have an argument with someone usually friends and family or um, if I haven't eaten or you know obviously they it has its triggers but um, the hurry the headaches that I get now are more more or less the light sensitivity, the sound sensitivity, and the smell. That's another thing that I wanted to talk about is <clears throat> the smell sensitivity. Um, um, like just like the perfumes, um, I often, uh, you know, if there was something that I used to enjoy, like you know, uh, sauces or sandwiches or whatever now a lot of it irritates me if i can if the smell is quite overpowering or it's a bit too much then um i don't want to eat it or or you know be around it so there's a lot of sensitivity with um the perfume the food um even with the scent of people you know if you're close to um like I said, friends or family, or if you hug someone, or I pick up on things like the smell of their hair, or I don't know, it's just become almost an extra <clears throat> antennae <laughs> that I never used to have. Um, so that's um, that's another thing. Um, the other thing I've become is a lot more observant of other people a lot more um, observant of myself I started noticing things you know um, I don't know the flicker of, of a light or the drop of anything or just I don't know something that I wouldn't normally notice nowadays I notice a lot more um, I often have um, wild vivid dreams that are, that are almost resemble Hollywood movies type of thing with the sound and the with the vividness and I often <clears throat> and I often question was I really sleeping am I sleeping and I have to actually get up and check the windows you know see if if it is, if it is dark and that I was in bed so I often doubt that I <laughs> was I sleeping what the hell is that you know um, and they're really wild. Um, uh, you pick up other people's energies or their intentions for you. Um, example: there, there was a there was a family member that I haven't spoken to for a long time, maybe I don't know, nine months or something. <coughs> And seven days before she called me, um, I had a very vivid dream of answering my mobile and and having a video call with her. Um, but um, 
on this particular day, I wasn't thinking of her. I wasn't. Um, I went to bed without any kind of um, registering of of her at all, and for her to call seven days later and to say that we're coming over, and you know, and to have the video call in the dream before I actually have the video call in reality, that was um, baffling. Um, or I would just be, you know, thinking of someone and straight away they call or um, I would have a dream about somebody that, you know, um, their intention for me isn't good, but they've, they have not said anything and in the dream it is um, clarified for me what their intentions are and all of that but they haven't said anything in reality do you see what I mean so um, you get a lot of that uh, third eye information you know that you don't often have access to but somehow in the dream world you have access to um, now the reason uh, there's so much there's so much um, you see you spend a lot of time um, I spend a lot of time, I mean, I've always, I've, and I've said this in a few, a few of the um, podcasts that I did um, since the beginning, but I am someone that enjoys my own company. I love doing creative things. I could just be tidying up my house or redecorating or whatever, or coming up with some new project or some new kind of creative um outlets for me um but that has increased the 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 level the level that I want to kind of be on my own um has increased it's it's almost like 90% of the time now and I'm quite you know rigid I'm quite um and I'm okay with that. I feel really peaceful just doing my own thing, um, you know, <clears throat> and not being disturbed, not um, clarifying it to anybody, not being judged. Just I find it so peaceful. Um, the other, the other thing is, um, I have become a lot more peaceful and I was I was always very someone very peaceful very calm but that has become a lot more peaceful I really love everyone and I love um, <clears throat> things like the preservation of the planet you know like recycling and um, you know just taking part in good causes whether it's charity or whatever and um, and you know so that's that's another thing that has gone up um uh the other thing is things i used to consider um i've noticed in the last 11 to 12 years um since my awakening um the things that i used to consider really important i no longer consider that um as important example 
having friends for me at that time in my 20s was like the holy grail you know it was like the must thing on the list you know we have to have friends and you know um the need for validation and all of that nowadays i don't care if i live in the deserts or anywhere i am fine and okay and operating and thriving even um without needing anyone uh, and that's been really um peaceful i don't i don't need to impress anyone i don't need to call anybody i don't i'm not saying i is not um that i don't have anybody or anything like that i'm just saying i i i love my own company and so um the friends and the family that I have, obviously I would contact them and, you know, do what I can for them. It's just that if they weren't there, I don't think I would um, miss it, you know. It's just, it's not that important, really. Um, <clears throat> uh, and so that the need for validation, the need to call someone the need to kind of socialize and hey let's go out and it's boring what should we do all of that has gone not that I was ever bored or needed anything but um my person my kind of uh mindset was completely different in my 20s as as for many of us um so that's uh not important at all um what else um and there's just so much really there's just so much more to this list um but these are the things that I thought I I've experienced in my own personal life and um and I wanted to kind of put it out there if you are experiencing something similar whether it's the vivid dreams or diet is another one. Um, I, I was okay, I think. I used to eat healthily sometimes. For most part, I would eat takeaway or whatever. Now it's just clean eating. It's fasting. It's, you know, <clears throat> drinking water. And I'm really uh, driven. I just have this innate need to eat something clean to um my herbs and spices and um and the way that I kind of do my cooking um all of that has come a long way you know in the last few years especially in the last 5 years but this year it's just been amazing um in terms of eating clean food and um buying organic things and adding herbs and spices into my diet and uh um just um having a lot more uh respect for this beautiful um soul <laughs> that resides in me and uh so I am quite um you know I am 
I love taking care of myself and I've noticed that um, it gives me a lot of pleasure to, you know, um, you, you could just be, it could be some basic stuff like brushing your hair or making your bed or eating well or making sure that I watch comedy before bed or, you know, any of that um it, so it's it's part of the the ongoing journey of self healing uh lots of rediscovering of my old self or the 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 being that came into this world that I was supposed to be in its fullness and I really want to kind of um <clears throat> um uh I suppose uh express that in its fullness so i love colors i love texture i love food i love travel i love you know music and poetry and artistic um expression and creativity and um i'm never bored there's always <clears throat> the whole world is like i don't know playground it, it's it's and every thing about everything <laughs> fascinates me and I want I want to know more and I want to taste more and I want to feel more and I want you see what I mean <clears throat> and uh, um, and so um, uh, the other thing is um, when I practice this whole self-love and taking care of myself the whole world benefits and I will give you a few examples or um, on how the world benefits when we take care of ourselves <clears throat> I've noticed in the last I would say about two years um, ever since I've discovered uh, Louise Hay an American motivational speaker she's no longer with us um, as she died I think it was 2009, um, who was a very um, avid or, you know, just someone who was really big on um, self-improving, self-healing um, and the taking care of the self. Um, and so ever since I've discovered her, this the, the journey um has been a lot more smooth a lot more just you know just to um have a bath every evening and not a shower i hate showers i, I don't like them <laughs> i don't really hate them i just don't like them um but i love baths and i could you know sit there and listen to my audiobooks and um you know read a book or you know something like that i i more often just listen to my audiobooks and <clears throat> um but the other thing i've i've you know discovered in the last well that i've been doing regularly in the last you know 2 3 years is um the the um body brushing whether the body is wet or dry um it's it's really good to exfoliate the body it's good to get a you know um 
what was it get rid of um, dead skin um, cells the other thing is it makes the skin a lot more even and smooth it reduces the um, cellulite and uh, the bumpiness so also the uh, stretch marks just putting cream in you know on your body putting pajamas brush in your hair all these things um, eating good food consuming really positive content um, and really looking after yourself nurturing yourself never criticizing yourself um, has been a beautiful journey and I have to tell you my <clears throat> my own children my own family have benefited from that the world as a whole have benefited from that because now I recycle and I I love the planets and I love the people and I love the animals and I do you see what I mean um, and I want to preserve everything and I want to you know um, I'm also speaking to people in a you know in a really beautiful manner. Not that I was ever rude, but I'm just a lot more conscious conscious in uh in doing so. So <clears throat> when I see a few of my friends if they're having a bad day or if they have a negative mindset on that day, I try and, you know, cheer them up and show them you know the more bright side to life and um so the whole world is benefiting from just loving myself and like louise hay has always said um the what was the quote it's love thy love thy neighbor as thyself and we forget that the thyself bit usually when we say in that quote um, <clears throat> that's important you can never love anybody or anything unless you love yourself it's only when the cup when your own cup is full that it overflows you won't be able to give anybody love or notice anything good in your life if you don't take care of the self <clears throat> And I love working on myself as I only have control over myself. I don't have control over people, what they think of me or what they, um, what their opinions are. And nor does it matter to me. That's not my business. My business is to get on with the business of living and enjoying a, my life and creating amazing experiences that I would look back on, you know, one day, and, and, uh, and it's also, it's growing, it is healing, it is evolving, um, we should always be aware that we don't fall into stagnation, and, you know, um, just not growing in any area is, uh, is it's a curse and uh, we should be aware of it and and so um so that's another thing that i've noticed i'm a, i'm a lot more compassionate with people i'm really hard on myself i i i um 
while I don't and I've said this in a few kind of episodes ago that I don't ever remember criticizing myself I don't call myself you stupid idiot you you know (laughs) you're nobody I don't do that I don't ever criticize myself even when I've made the mistake mistakes of whatever what I have said in a positive manner is I don't know this yet or I'm not doing this well enough but I'm gonna do some research and I will get to it um but I if I get something wrong if I missed an opportunity of some kind I don't criticize myself I have never called myself any names um I have um, never really looked down on myself my my self-image of myself is very 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 healthy um i've always seen myself um even if other people don't my perception of myself is very healthy i've always seen myself as someone who's very curvy with a beautiful skin beautiful curly hair beautiful smile i love my eyes i love every part of me example people often comment on um (laughs) i love wearing my red lipstick and so when you have a beautiful shape very plump um lip shape um people comment on you have no idea the amount of people that would come on on a train um, platform or on the supermarket or anywhere they would just go that that's a beautiful color you know and or I love your perfume or something like that you know and so um and so what I'm trying to get to obviously is um what you put out and and what you feel about yourself on the inside is what you uh what you radiate and so because i have so much love and respect and kindness and compassion for myself um people see that when i am out and about example i wear beautiful clothing they are freshly ironed i've chosen it the night before everything matches from my headscarf to my socks <laughs> and everything matches um it is very clean it's been ironed you know my bag and the jewelry and the accessory and the watches or whatever or the perfume on the day on that day i am wearing or my makeup everything is flawless um and so when I go out to the world, even if I'm doing a simple, I don't know, supermarket run or something, or picking up the kids or whatever, going into my evening um, course, <clears throat> it tells people, hey, I am somebody, do you know who I am? But without saying it so so they would often go oh my god Rhoda I love that beautiful scarf you've got on what's this bag where can I get this from and I love the bangle or the ring or whatever um you know so um but also 
not only do they comment, but I really notice that they respect it. I remember one time, and I think I've said it, you know, you know, a few episodes ago, um, I was in a really packed train, um, and, uh, I happened to, you know, come in the last minute, me and this other lady, and so I was standing in the middle of a few guys that were maybe in a group together or something, and I... And so I, um, I, I didn't feel uncomfortable. I was just standing there, and and one of and the two of the guys um, got off their seat and offered me, you know, uh, you know, offered me the seat. Uh, and the second guy also got up, and there was a lady behind me that was not offered. You know, I, I'm not saying I am. A special snowflake <laughs> of any kind. What I am saying is, when you dress well, when you speak properly with people with a lot of um, kindness and compassion, or you know, you just have a presence about you, and people pick up on it, and so they offer you know certain things. Another time, I was in. A, in a supermarket and the f- uh, there was this florist in front of the supermarket and he gave me a rose he i was i wasn't buying it but he reached out his hand and i had a red rose you know and i told him how did you know it's my favorite color and i love red um so <laughs> so you know things like that happen because you're dressed well because not only that, but because you radiate love, you radiate forgiveness, you radiate healing, you just radiate a lot of love. And I often, you know, <clears throat> in London, when we're certain high streets would have, you know, the odd, there's not a lot of, uh, not in my area anyway, a lot of homeless people. So you would get the odd guy or two in front of the supermarket or the bank or whatever you happen to be so I often go out of my way if I visit a coffee shop and if I see one sitting outside I would bring them tea I would I rather I gave them food than you know the two pound or whatever then they go and get an alcohol the cheapest alcohol and with an empty stomach you're contributing into their suffering <clears throat> And I don't like doing that. So I often buy them the food. Um, um, another time, uh, me and my cousin, you know, took a jacket to one of the guys that were sitting where normally we have a lunch. Um, so uh, it's uh, what you give out is what you get back. And the people read... Of course, when they're um, in, a, in a train or whatever, public places, <clears throat> it's a second judgment. It's a very, a few second judgments. And they don't know they're doing it. And you don't know they're doing it either. Um, but people read energies. And so you, if you're often 
someone who is very rude or unkind or whatever you often get the most dreadful of people you know uh in in society <laughs> coming your way i have never experienced anything other than positive because i am a positive person i harm no one i just get on with my day and run my errands and get you know pick up the kids and get back home <clears throat> and i also teach my own children and myself if there's if i'm in a bus or a train or whatever i offer my seat for a, you know a person who's carrying a shopping or the elderly a pregnant woman children i would happily stand and you know offer offer my seat and i often do that not <clears throat> not because you know anybody's forcing me to but because i enjoy the benefits of it um you know uh all i believe all religions um operate in in uh in a universal law although they don't appear to be initially when you read in the pages <clears throat> or the representation with the priests or whatever they don't you don't see it but they operate in a lot of uh, universal laws um, I'll give you an example in the in the Holy Quran it says the the giver of charity um, the, the giver of anything someone who just gives anything whether it's clothes or food or whatever the giver um, uh, benefits uh, from that giving as well as the receiver so not only is the receiver receiving the good but also the giver receives it now how does the giver receive it the giver receives the gift in the feeling you feel so proud of yourself there is someone somewhere whether they're homeless or in some sort of crisis and you have uh, uh, alleviated the suffering maybe you've given them uh, clothes maybe you've given them their only meal that day maybe you've given them a few pounds so they can also have some dinner later on maybe they're in a drier place or maybe you have lifted them with your words I often tell people um, <clears throat> when I'm on Facebook or anywhere, any interaction, I often tell people, you're more powerful if I see them, they're suffering or they're having a bad day or whatever, to lift them out of that state. I often tell them, you're more powerful than you appear. And that seems to do the trick. And they often go, oh my God, thank you very much. You know, I love you and I adore you. <laughs> <laughs> and so he starts the whole thing um so um um so what i'm trying to say so do um uh do well in in all that you do what you whatever you can do in the world be a force of good if there's any oppression like at the moment <clears throat> the Palestinians are experiencing um, not only do you pray for them 
but there is uh, so many protests happening around the world. There's one happening on the 24th of May, I think, in London, and they'll be, you know, going down to Downing Street. Um, join in. I, I've got children in school and I've got work, so I can't take part in it. But if you can take part in it, go ahead. It's because, uh, if any of us around the world is is oppressed, then we are all oppressed too. We just haven't received it yet. And so uh, nobody should live in that sort of situation. So um, practice your consciousness and make sure you're voting. Uh, we just had the election in London. So make sure you're voting, make sure your tax dollars or pound does not go into these um, evil corporations uh, and these governments that support tyranny and they have blood on their hands not that they care but we as the people should be more conscious because we are contributing to that suffering and every year that they get more tax uh the um the zionist movement um or organizations or whatever they are um is the more prisons and the more whatever they build so boycott any company that supports them whether it's mcdonald's or anything that supports them i know they have a lot of big corporations and i can't you know i don't know that i don't know the name of all of them but use your use your mouth use your you know um everything or you know make a post on it in all your social media accounts make a stand and say i will not take part in that nonsense <clears throat> and uh um and so contribute and take part in in their freedom because none of us are free unless they are and whoever else around the world that is oppressed um <clears throat> to have families large families who were preparing for Eid and who were you know um had all their clothes hanged and you know <clears throat> their shopping and their homes in a beautiful decorative state all dead this you know yesterday morning or the day before is a tragedy and we should not let it you know stand by and watch comment uh, commenting or posting does nothing we should donate we should take part in the protest and we should all make sure that in whatever you know capacity we can to um not allow our own tax dollars <coughs> to um to be sent over there just so the zionist movement can create more tyranny um and uh um boycott all their companies um, and whoever else 
that is supporting them. I don't care if the French are supporting them. I do not care if the Americans are supporting. I I don't care. Do your part, and um, and uh, let's get them free. Let's get them free and give their land back, and uh, um, rewrite the wrong that was uh, taken from them for the past eighty years. I think it's been since nineteen. Forty-eight, uh, and uh, many of them suffer from PTS and anxiety and all these conditions that they never used to have because of the bloody shelling and the night um, uh, raids that go, go, you know, they go door to door every night waking people up and searching homes and taking all their personal belongings there is no humanity in that um, and I'm not saying all Jews are Zionist but I expect all of them or at least the ones that are not Zionist to also do their part and to press on their own governments and their own um uh, whatever influence they can have, let's all do it and let's return those people to their rightful land, to their properties. They deserve it and they've lost so much in the last eight years. We can no longer stand and watch while our tax dollars pay for this bloody nonsense. <clears throat> Excuse my French, but... Uh, to see dead babies every single year irritates me to death it does um, so do what you can be conscious and uh, know, you know I know I've gone a bit off topic but that's all I've been seeing for the past few days and so you know there's, I'm speechless, I'm saddened but I'm also very proactive in all that I can do and I expect you all to do the same if you have any consciousness and any human dignity um, <clears throat> speak to your ministers do whatever you can do whatever you can most of all donate let's get them some sort of an emergency aid and and the other thing is let's stop the the shelling for a time being and I do not support the two-state solution they don't belong there and they should get out um, find some land where there the, the world is big they can find some land where there's nobody there to fight them at the, you know but that's my opinion uh, but if you have consciousness you will see the wrong in this whole nonsense and it is your tax dollars that are being used to to you know ethnically cleanse those people from their own land um so yeah just go through the list and see what you are experiencing and uh and uh, you can comment you can 
contact me you can you know take part in the podcast hopefully in the you know in the very uh near future i hope to have a few guests on the podcast then i want to really you know ask them questions and kind of diversify the topics that i cover but um you can also send in your questions your uh, the sort of topics that you want me to cover and uh just be a decent human being and uh and you know do the right thing do the right thing uh I will leave you with that and uh thank you for listening. I love you all. Practice love, practice love for yourself, for others, for the world, for the whole of humanity. You know, practice love. It's a beautiful energy and you would you would be you would have richness in your life. Uh, be compassionate, be kind, but most of all, don't ever pra- take part in oppression because nobody um, on this earth deserves that. We are all here to live and not only just to live, but really live well, um, you know, and uh, a lot of us in the world are suffering because of these so-called you know corporations and governments and all of that so if you're one of those people that vote and if you have any you know local offices or you have some sort of a power um to um, overturn their decisions or whatever then use it for the good for the good of mankind and uh um and let's stop the oppression none of us are free until we are all free um so do your bit do your bit i love you all and i will have to finish up with the um the podcast um as i as i um listed all the uh, all the signs that I've experienced myself uh, but until next time uh, I'm gonna have to say good night and I love you all and practice love and let's all um, radiate love and let's um, let's free Palestine pray for them donate share whatever post and information you can on your pages you have to understand even the media limits their um they limit their broadcasting their limit their use of the internet because they don't want the truth to be seen so let's help them out we owe them we owe those babies i i don't know it's quite tearful this morning <sighs> to see my children enjoy eid and to know that many other children are not living was uh, really distressing this morning. But um, we owe them. We owe them at least, at least that. So let's donate. Let's uh, share, post 
of every kind and uh, help them let's help them uh, the, you know it's not just governments and corporations the media is um, in it as well they don't want us to see the truth and uh, thank God for social media I have often said in the last 10 years I have never watched any news especially here in the UK we have the BBC and they are so one-minded that everything is distorted to make the victims look like the villains and the oppressors look like the innocent so I haven't watched the news for the last 10 years I don't advise anybody to watch any news either but use your social media accounts to share to update to know what's going on and to uplift the oppressed we owe them that at least we owe them that okay that's all i wanted to say but um do the right thing